May the 4th be with you. It's Star Wars Day. It's Free Comic Book Day. It's episode 63 of the Action Figure Blues podcast for the week of Wednesday, 8th of May. I'm Eli, and with me tonight are... Justin. And John. This episode is brought to you by ShelfLife.net and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Batman Unlimited Dark Knight Returns Batman figure, and our discussion topic is Exclusives. Who needs them? guys how are we going good thank good. you what's everybody been up to well today you mentioned about uh free comic book day today and uh i was talking in prep for the show about how i didn't know that i had a comic shop about five minutes away from where i live <laughs> so uh after soccer today we ventured off down there with the kids and uh yeah everything you expect from a regional free comic book day in a regional store was there um the really bad cosplay <laughs> Um, the skinniest Bane, the skinniest, whitest Bane I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, and for the connection from the back of the base of the skull to his uh, arm, wristband thing, he had a um, garden hose. So nice. it was um, quite amusing. Was there a, a bit of chocolate out of it. Was there a prize on offer for best pissed week cosplay? I think there was free something on offer, but... Um, after the homemade Dalek costume, <laughs> we, we decided to, to leave. It was uh, quite amusing. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went to... Put on a butt. How, do you got pictures of the Dalek? How no. do you do that? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was almost like a large amount of felt with... Uh, it sort of... It was skinny at the top and, and went out to the base um, and for the buttons and diodes that were just the top of like um, Coke bottles and uh, milk milk tops, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Yeah. So that's about the level of, of standard we got, we got today. That sounds better than uh, one of the ones I saw at um, Kinnikanooya in, in Sydney. All right. Uh, there was a guy there who just had, um, it was like a, a Hulk standee and he'd cut out the torso front and he had a back for it as well and he just attached that to him his torso somehow and he was walking around with cardboard front and back oh that's fantastic <laughs> please tell me it was tied together with visible piece of strand like wool or cotton or something yeah, something something <laughs> yeah you, there was no mistaking it <laughs> no mistaking it wasn't the actual real hole oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. But there was some impressive some impressive efforts had been made. Um, it was a lot more than last year, actually, for the the shops that uh, I dragged my son along to. <laughs> we actually um, we had to queue for an hour to get into King's Comics, and then it took us an hour to try and get out of there. It was it was full on, um, but they they did a really good job. And um, don't know if I'll actually bother going for the the queue. 
in the morning. It's um, I imagine it's a, it's an easier job later in the afternoon. For your yes. afters, some of the freebie comics you can pick those up anyway later on if it's really important to you. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it was a good day. We did the usual trips and we got a decent swag. Yeah, we got a decent swag as well. I had me and and, the, and two kids with me, so we had a pretty good free haul today. Mm. Pretty good. Oh, and the yep. Kings had a half price on back issues as well, so that was nice. Oh, cool. cool. What about you, John? What have you been up to? Um, we've been became addicted to watching Breaking Bad. Ah, yeah, about the last week. I saw a note so. a note on uh, Twitter or whatever from you the uh, during the week uh, that you would started watching that. Yeah, last weekend we watched all of season one, which is only seven episodes. So then we started season two uh, two nights ago. So mm. yes, yeah. it's good. The only problem with that show is I always see Brian Cranston as the dad from um, mm, was no. it Malcolm in the Middle, Malcolm's especially that dead. episode where he has the walking, the walking wall with the guy in the park, and he's got that special uh, wind-resistant helmet and tight orange lycra. I <laughs> can never get that image out of my head of, of Brian Cranston. <laughs> uh, I, I I didn't watch a lot of that, so I can kind of break myself from that. But yes. I um the, the the episode of Malcolm in the Middle and I never forget is when they um they had the fight with some clowns in the park. Yes. <laughs> Good episode. That was, or, that was uh, awesome. The youngest kid sets up Playmobil figures everywhere and the dad walks in and there's like a hundred thousand Playmobils looking at the dad as he walks through <laughs> the front lounge room. Uh, anyway, we digress a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> So you're liking Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's really kind of strange how, uh, you know, I think that's probably how criminals really are. I mean, we always like to think that these criminals are street smart and, you know, know what they're doing. And uh, I I doubt that that's actually the case. And I bet this is actually truer to what they are. Because really, as criminals, these guys are not that good. <laughs> uh, it's there's some extremely classic. Um, fuck ups in this yeah. show. It's, it's hard to say anything. <laughs> you only up to series one, so yeah. Like, what what was that you asked at the forum the other day, John? Like, well, what happens to the bodies? It's like, I'm not going to tell you that. No, it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets rid of the one guy in the bathtub, and he he takes care of the other guy, but they never show what they do with the body. Yeah, it's a long time ago, season one and two. I, I'm mm. not sure. It was it was the two guys from the RV. They he just it's all cleaned up, and you know Jesse walks in, it's all cleaned up. And he's like, I don't know what happened. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I was wondering if that comes back at some point. But well, yeah, there's, there's always we'll there's always Wikipedia if you can't if you can't help yourself. No, I'm I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well we've got a fair fair bit to get through uh, this this episode with uh, news, because um, everybody's starting to announce their San Diego Comic Con exclusives. So let's uh, have a short break and come back with articulated news. Armor up, Iron Man. Engage interlock mechanics. Armor up, War Machine. That's critical B. Attach front battle computer module. My brain blast will make scrap metal of you. Not in. Lifetime, Modoc, with my rings, I 
Hydro Armor Iron Man and action figures, each sold separately. Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service, but these are just stories that relate to things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. First of all, we're going to have a look at uh, Mattel's San Diego Comic Con um, exclusives that have been announced during the week. Um, there's quite a bit to get through, and Justin's going to start off and tell us about um, Masters of the Universe. Okay, the first bit of news that trickled through with Masters of the Universe classics and the San Diego Comic Con exclusives, first off, is the two Comet Warriors known as Stonedar and Rockon. I can tell you, as a kid, I didn't even like these then, and I particularly don't <laughs> like them now. You can see there's been a lot of, uh, not mixed reviews, people actually like these things, but I'm always reminded of that scene in Big where he tries to pitch an idea of a transformer who transforms into a building, and then the other guy says, well, who the hell wants to play with a building? So it's the same sort of thing. When they transform into a rock, who the hell wants to play with a rock? You know, yeah. if they were warriors from somewhere on a of a comet, make them into space alligators or space lions or something. Um, having said all that, they're, <laughs> they're transforming rocks. They're stone down rock on. They look okay. They look exactly, well, not exactly, but they look pretty much like the original release uh, vintage line with an extra added piece to fit onto the front. So there's no mistaking that these will actually turn into rock-like creatures when they're transformed so if you're into playing with the rocks good on these you. are for you yeah <laughs> so we'll move on with masters of the universe not classics but along the well i guess it is masters of the universe classics we got a mini he-man and skeletor two-pack that are coming out from san diego as san diego as well these two are actually along the lines of those sort of galactic heroes the superhero squad sort of things with the uh, what would you say, elongated or um, deformed features, I guess. Um, these two actually look pretty cool, but I don't know what you guys think of these, but it looks like almost like Bruce Tim sort of style animation that are, <laughs> that are sort of dwarfed down. I mean, they, they look pretty cool and the packaging is cool as well, but I don't know if I'll jump on or search too hard to get this sort of pack. What? Why does the package say the most powerful game in the universe? That's what I was trying to figure out. Most powerful game? Mm, yeah. Ah, this may be a tie-in to the app. So there is a Muscle of the Universe app. So maybe, looking at these figures again, they look like the uh, characters that are drawn on the app. So I think that's maybe where it comes from. Okay. So, uh, I mean, they, it's not like they could have put that in, uh, you know, in the description at all. Yeah, sure. They no. could have. Come on. You want synergy? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really dig the packaging. It's yeah, really, so do I. Oh, that's I like, really cute. Yeah, it is. It is. And I can see this becoming, you know, not a centerpiece, but a definite nice piece to have in box on the shelf. It's, uh, like I said, it really is nice packaging and the weapons scrunched down a lot. Look, uh, scrunched down like that look pretty cool as well. The Rams head staff. Is, looks exceptionally cool. Mm. Um, that's about 
until someone wants to take over other Mattel news on Hot Wheels stuff. Yeah, um, they actually posted something I, I was interested in, and then I looked at it and I was like, well, I'm not so interested in that. Um, <laughs> and why these are called Hot Wheels, I'm not sure, because they're they're having two exclusives for Battlestar Galactica. Um, it is the vintage version of Battlestar Galactica, the, the 70s version, um, with a Cylon Raider and a Viper. Um, but they're all chromed out, so I assume that we will see these in a non-chromed out version as well, probably around the same time, I would imagine. Mm. Um, they look pretty cool. Um, I, I I don't know why they'd call them Hot Wheels, though, because I don't even think the Viper has wheels on it. Well, I mean, they're 164 scale. I, I'm trying to think how small that'll actually be, but um, that's about uh, a normal Hot Wheels scale, isn't it, for a car? I yeah. Think so. And I'm yeah. thinking that it's, well, you know, there was all the bat um, vehicles that they did as well. It's, it's uh, Not all of those were, you know, had wheels on them. So it might be no. in line with that idea. Um, but, yeah. They're not very wheeled, but I guess it's because it's that scale and that they're diecast. They look cool, and if I saw, you know, if I saw the non-chrome versions on a on a peg, I might pick them up. Yeah, I think the the um, the Cylon Raider looks better of the two. It seems the detail looks all right, but the uh, the Viper, I don't know, just gets lost in the chrome. It almost yeah. looks like it in the pictures we've seen. It almost looks like it's used. Well, I kind of wonder if you're getting a lot of reflection over off of that Viper, mm. off the chrome, because there's surfaces that look different colors. Yeah, perhaps. You know, so I, I don't know if they maybe, you know, had a background or something. It may not be the final image either, so. I reckon the Cylon Raiders would be really good for throwing. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. Aerodynamic. <laughs> Um, in other Hot Wheels news, they have a uh, exclusive one of their. It looks like a uh, some sort of VW bus that's been turned into a surf vehicle, decoed out in Atari Asteroids arcade case colors. Mm. And it looks like it comes in, in like a arcade game um, box, which is cool. That's probably not for everybody. I think the box is the the most cool thing about this one. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Is this something they've done before, based on classic arcade games, or is this the first time? I don't know. I think they may have. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. And then, uh, last up for Hot Wheels, they have a uh, A-Team van. And I know they already have an A-Team van on the shelf right now, because I just saw it the other day. But this one is uh, packaged in ammo box-style package, and it's... Looks like it's been four-wheeling because it's got mud all over it. You know, I, I don't believe B.A. would ever let his, his you know, man be desecrated in such a manner. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got, like, red clay mud sprayed all over it and spattered. So mm. I'm sure for the A-Team fans it'll be a, a, a cool one, but it's an easy pass for some of us, I bet. It doesn't say, but I'm assuming that's the um, same scale. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing since that one is out on shelves now, so. Mm. And it says this is an updated version with mud deco, so yeah. 
Lots of stuff from Hot Wheels. No cars. Oh, the van's a car. Well, no, I mean the 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 cars license. Oh, yeah, maybe they've stopped finally. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> That's their number one selling line on boys, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I saw something today that I hadn't seen on the from the license. But I don't know what the price point is over there, John. But here it's, I think they're ten dollars. Oh, jeez. Yeah. For, For just a uh, single license. cars. Yeah, it, it really, the, yeah. It really depends on the vehicle here. You know, like the Batman ones. I want to say they're probably in the five dollar range, five to six dollar range. Um, maybe a little bit more, but uh, like a regular Hot Wheels, you know, we got them down to a buck. Some of them. Yeah, uh, we're talking about the cars license here, or just the normal cars. Oh, re- cars? No, they're not ten. I I want to say those are like six here. I'm sorry, I yeah. don't just regular Hot. Wheels. No, no. I think regular Hot Wheels is about two bucks here. Yeah, I think you can get ripped off for more plenty of places, but I think uh, for the large department stores, two bucks is pretty standard. Yeah. There's a bunch of DC stuff that they've um, they've announced as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> including a mysterious box of Superman and Zod. Mm. So this is the movie masters theme. Yeah. Mm. In a diorama complete with sound effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all we know. It doesn't say what scale it is. The diorama diorama could be cool. Features lights and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shows off the Kryptonian super strength and flying ability. And heat ray vision. They have lights that simulate that. So I will enough. give it that it sounds promising. Yes. Well, it better be more promising than the regular Superman figures, because I saw those this week. Oh, um, are they in store? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I guess they decided that the Green Lantern stuff was okay and sold well, because it looks pretty much the same. <laughs> you know, it's that same thing they did with Batman that's still on the shelf. It, I, from what I saw, I did not see a, a villain figure. So there's like four or five Superman figures. Not good. Because every kid wants to just set up Superman figures to fight each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, Superman so. versus the other Superman. <laughs> he has red eyes. <laughs> the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing that killed me is uh, they actually had some cool accessories with some of them. Like one of them has a uh, car door for a shield. You know, it looks like he's ripped a car door off and he's using it to, to shield himself. Hmm. But he's got armor on, so you'd think if he had armor, he'd have a shield to go with him. But, yeah. yeah. And then uh, one of them has a motorcycle that you can, he must rip it in half because it comes in two halves and you can snap it back together. Hmm. That sounds like what they did with um, the Hulk figures. Yeah. Yeah. The Edward Norton Hulk version. Let's just put in Hulk destroying things and pieces that we can put back together. It's not quite like the, the original Star Wars sets, is it? You can press a button and things it's self-destruct. No. 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 Mm. What else have we got? I think there's a... We 
clearer pics of the Batman Classic TV series, the uh, Batusi Batman yeah. TV box. Yeah, it's a really nice box. And we, knew, we knew this was coming, but um, it looks like he is on the set of Mad Men almost. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Roger Sterling there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I guess. <laughs> I don't think That's... I'll. I don't think I'll be getting this particular one um, because I'll be getting a version of the Batman. I don't think I'm going to get another one just for the box and the Batuzzi fingers. But it's, I'm sure plenty of people will. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be the hot one this year. The Batuzzi one. Yeah. That's going to be the hot exclusive this year. And uh, there's a Catwoman Barbie doll coming out. Have we already seen pictures for this? It feels like I already know about it. Maybe I'm thinking Tyna dolls. Maybe. Yeah. The mask on that is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And the fringe sort of sits a bit high. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. We have a, we have a disaster before we leave Maddie News. Uh, the right. elephant in the corner. The elephant in the corner. <laughs> the elephant with the hovering hood in the corner. <laughs> We're, of course, I, talking I think about... I saw it. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, DCU Club Infinite Earth Shazam, New 52 version. Mm-hmm. And this is the, um, the club exclusive, or... I think so. It's a signature collection, so I think that's the same name under a different guise of the Infinite Earths. So you're getting with a subscription. Oh, no, it's not included with club subscriptions. Right. Yeah, I think, yes. I think it's a packaging that threw people off a bit, especially with the signature collection branded on on the back of the package. Yeah. So I think that's what the initial shock and disbelief was. I saw a good comment on Toy Newsy this week saying, oh, well, they've, they've replicated how hoodies sit uh, three inches off the mm. top of the head, as mm. mine often do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put gel on my hair so that it sticks upright, <laughs> just so that the, the hood stays higher. Yeah. yeah. I normally put a half an egg carton in mine. Oh, yeah. 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 I put wire in all of my hoods to do that. Cool. Well, you're an engineer. You're a fucking thinker, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know he's got wire and sticks and it's been mathematically duct corrected to. <laughs> duct tape. Lots of duct tape. Mm. But... Anyway. Anyway. It's New 52 Shazam, and I don't actually know anybody who likes New 52 Shazam, and then there's a figure with a hood that is just beyond belief. Um Mm-hmm. And his actual symbol, I assume it's not—it's not meant to sit like that. His chest symbol, I don't know. No, it looks, looks like he's wearing one of those big bling necklaces. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, from the hood. It's like a jumbo shark's tooth. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Some of my best work. <laughs> All right, are we moving on from Maddie? So, yeah, we'll leave that on a on a sour note, and we'll hop over to first package picks of a Boba Fett uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Uh, what are they calling this? The Black 
the Black, Black series. series, the Star Wars Black, Black series, Black series. Yeah. Uh, now I know there's conjecture on the podcast team about this this scale, but um, mm-hmm. having having looked at this in the package picks, I, I sort of I like it. <laughs> you see, it's been upscaled. The thing I don't like is the detail or the wash. I think on um, Boba Fett's uniform and and uh, pouches and stuff could be a bit. I don't know, a bit darker. The price point of these is nearly 45 smackaroonies, but that includes the, the actual box and, and the hand in carbonite as well. Um, I don't know. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan uh, of it. I, you know, people yeah. were kind of hating on this on Twitter yesterday um, just for the price point because they were saying, mm. well, if a regular black figure is going to be 20 bucks, you know, you're really only getting this Han and Carbonite. Is that really a second figure? Yeah. You know, I, unless it's got a let me electronics at it. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But Yeah, the price point could be a problem. Um, it'd be nice to think, you know, when you, when you first look at it and go, wow, that's really cool, it's almost like Hot Toys packaging, but um, just having a look how Bob is sitting in there, for all we know, he'll just be floating around in, a, in an empty space getting tossed about in there. It's hard to and that's kind of And that's kind of what it looks like. You know, it's not like it's a, a fitted tray to him. No, there'll be sticky tape over the weapons and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm i still a pass on this series. I mm. I just... I think... This, this do. I don't think... I think assuming that he'll get released as a regular figure, I, I don't know if I really need to get the um, hand in carbonite well, see, that's a big draw for a lot of Star Wars fans. Yeah. And I could see this, because it's the first black figure coming out, a lot of people going, okay, I really want this. So, It's not the first regular black figure, though, isn't it? That's still going to be Luke in um, X-Wing gears. Right, but he, since he's not out yet, mm. and unless he comes out available. Get. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I I still have my my feelings. Were well documented in a previous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you may recall John's uh, opinion on this from a previous episode of Action Figure Blues podcast. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. Well, moving on, we'll stay in the the sci-fi world. And uh, NECA looks like they're going to continue their. Predator line with an exclusive, and this one comes from the same film that fan film that Big Red came from. Um, I'm sure Ben will be excited to hear about this one because it's an albino predator, and he's got some other tribal markings. It's from that Dead End film. Uh, looks pretty cool, you know. I'm, I'm not a huge Predator fan, but um, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there that are really, really collecting this line and really happy with it. So um, this one will. I'm sure be a be a hit as well. Mm. Any of you guys collecting those? I'm not, but I think it it they they do look fantastic. I think um, yeah, parts yeah. parts parts of me I just didn't really get into Predator film, and parts of me um, would be concerned that if I started buying Predators, there would be lots of Predators to buy. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I think that's the problem is, you know, with as many Predators as they've done, you, you could, you know, 
go overboard for sure. I know everybody has went crazy over the Arnold figure as well, so to yeah. go with Predator line. Well, well, we'll stay in space, but we'll go smaller for our next little bit of news. And at uh, C2E2, I was kind of excited to see this one because it's Mini Mates news, and I like Mini Mates. And this one is Lost in Space. They announced that they have that license and showed off uh, Dr. Smith and the robot. These are not the movie versions. These are the classic TV show versions, and the robot just looks freaking awesome. Yeah, I agree. I like it. Yep. Very nice. I am, I am excited to see that robot, and I will have to have him. Must I, have him. I, I, I will have to do, you know, bad uh, Dr. Smith impressions. I'll have to, like, study up, so. Okie <laughs> <laughs> doke. <laughs> And then uh, my last bit of news is that uh, Funko has posted a new picture of a thing. And this one is a Gemini exclusive. Um, and it's in black and white. And I don't know if I've ever seen any black and white Funko pop vinyl. But this one's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it really he, stands out from all the others, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, he, he looks cool. I you know, I, I'm really amazed with what some of these companies have done in recent years with black and white figures. Mm. Uh, you know, they actually look like black and white TV almost, you know, when you look at them. And, and sometimes I wonder when I'm seeing a picture, I'm like, is that a black and white picture or is it really painted that way? And then you see it in the store and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it really does, actually. We, um, I just watched uh, Frank and Weenie with, with my boy today, and I can just imagine that fitting into that style so easily. Yeah, I mean, he, he's just neat. I, I probably won't get him, but he's very cool. Hmm. Um, I spotted during the week, um, I always have a look at uh, what Medicom's doing. I, I don't own anything from Medicom, but... Um, uh, they have a six-inch Mafex line, and um, a couple of the figures I've seen that are coming out um, sometime this year uh, are from the Amazing Spider-Man uh, movie and the Dark Knight um, Rises movie, so Spider-Man and Batman, um, and they are hyper-articulated. Well, the Spider-Man one is... Um, the, it's kind of similar looking on first glance to some of the Spider-Man classics um, Spider-Man, but um, there's a hell of a lot of movement going on with these figures and uh, with the Spider-Man in particular. And I, I think it looks really cool and really interesting to see how that is going to be in hand. Um, some of the poses that this figure is being put into in the, the photos that um, we've seen... I don't know about you guys, but it looks pretty nifty. Indeed. It looks um, fantastic. Well, he's got, what, one, two, three, four, five sets of hands? Yeah. Well, the, the replacement cool. hands as well. That's pretty awesome. The full thwip fingers and everything. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. I think, and they got a price point of, like, 40 US, and I had a bit of a hunt around, and, yeah, anywhere from, like, 35 to 60 dollars this is going for on pre-order so it's going to be it's going to be expensive but it um and it is the movie 
costume version, but it's not that far from a standard Spidey costume that you um, you could get past that if you had issues with movie versions of things. I think the main thing is the um, the feet and the um, emblem on the back. Hmm. I like yeah, it. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of the yellow eyes, but mm. um, the, the feet wouldn't bother me at all. I, I think those make sense. I think you could do something about the eyes pretty easily, but it looks, it looks like they're pretty inset, which is nice. But yeah. yeah. Good looking figure. Come, looks like he comes with a flight stand, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so it does. Pose them in different. And they cost a bit by themselves, so that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, the movie Batman, Dark Knight Rises Batman, it looks fantastic. I'm, I'm just not interested in this character as a, as a figure or a statue or any form. Um, I just think it's it only works in the movie for me. Um, but, you know, spare hands, uh, weapons, um, cloth cape, um, pretty articulated, not as articulated as the Spider-Man, but... They don't show him in as many fancy poses there, but it looks like from a couple of them that he can do quite a bit. Uh, pretty nice pose that they've got with them together for the promo shots. So I find that pretty exciting. Yeah. In other um, hyper-articulated movie figures, uh, Revoltech Iron Man Mark I figure coming out. Oh, I find this exciting. Yeah, this is this is pretty hot. And this is six inch scale uh, again. Um, it's just it's amazing. Like it's it, it's like hot toys level detail. It's, it's crazy stuff. I, you know, I we had talked I think about the uh, War Machine and Iron Man on a previous one. You know, the the movie versions. Mm. Um, the War Machine interested me, but this one I just. I, yeah, this might push me over the edge into the, the high dollar figures because mm. I might have to have that. <laughs> yeah, I, it is it is crazy. Like the detail, like you can see the, the figure underneath the armor, under the arms um, and in the elbows, and it's, it's great. And he looks metal. Every, the, the paint yeah. looks crazy. Um, price points, yeah, they're, they're ranging from about 45 to 60 bucks as well. So I, um, I reckon... Yeah, but if you, if you look at this for, for 40 to 50 bucks compared to that Spider-Man, uh, there's no, you know, comparison really. You're, you're getting, you're, the, the money's there. You can see it. Yeah, definitely. I think... I mean, it'd be funny to see those those two figures together as well, um, because they're they're theoretically in the same scale and they're they're both hyper articulated. Spider Man doesn't have a lot of you know armor plating and stuff, so obviously there's not the opportunity to show that detail. But yeah, if it was in a, in the same line, I, I think, um, and you got sucked into buying everything in the line, that wouldn't be too hard to get both. I don't know. This my Iron Man is is. Um, Almost a must-have, like you say. Yeah, I, I might have to figure out a way to get him. <laughs> I want the war machine, but I, I really, I, I dig this one. Mm. 
Um, and in some other news, um, following on from uh, last week's podcast, so um, interview with uh, Richard Broadwater from the Legendary Monsters Kickstarter. Uh, that just finished up today, and they were successful, and they got uh, more than 200% backed, so there was a couple of stretch goals reached. And I only, um, I remember seeing these when um, he came to the forum and, and posted the link and thought I was, I was pretty keen at the time, but I didn't actually pull the trigger. But fortunately, I listened to last week's episode pretty quickly this week and go, oh, shit, I better check that out. And there was only 20 hours to go when I um, when I chipped in um, to get a couple of monsters. I didn't realise um, until the podcast that he, um, he was turning it into a gaming thing as well. So I was really happy with, with that. So there's a been playing more games with my boys, so I think this would be um, a lot of fun. So, congratulations, Richard. I'll be looking forward to seeing those. Now, did you said you you pulled the trigger? Did you get two or did you get one? Two. How Which could two I, did you I, I get? Be, well, we haven't had to nominate yet. Ah. Yeah. The. Uh, the, the, the email will come out soon asking us which ones we want, but uh, I'm pretty sure Mothman and um, the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I can see those choices. Yeah. yeah. And um, there's a picture of, you know, uh, in one of the pictures where you can see both those players in a game setting and they just look fantastic together. Yeah, so I thought that was um, yeah, that was great. All because of us. All because of us. Yeah, he seemed to yep. there seemed to be a fair few, um, uh, fair bit of money coming in right there in the last two days, which was nice. So there was a couple of stretch goals met um, to get extra cards, so character cards. So with each figure, you get a card for that figure, um, and as soon as you've got two cards, you can play a game. And I think for the um, the level that I kicked in for, I'll get a couple more cards. So I'll have four. It'll be nice. Yeah, cool. Oh. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up Articulated News. We'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game, Name That. Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. And our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd from TV and Film Toy. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, that's right. Again, uh, you fell for it again. I know, I do every time. Um, but, yep, it's time for Name That. And last week we heard a commercial sound, and it sounded a little something like this. When crime strikes, nothing can stop. Criminals give up. Surprise. Meet your match. Well, gentlemen, I have to ask. Any idea? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, I'm guessing that the uh, people were probably guessing cops, but it is actually from the RoboCop line. It's a commercial for the RoboCop line of action figures they did. Mm. Because RoboCop is that, you know, hero that everybody associates with Saturday morning cartoons and action figures. Yeah. 
funny story about that. I took my um, brother and sister, who are significantly younger than me, when I was um, 15, to go and see Robocop at the cinema. So that was... Oops. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have been left in charge of the kids, should I? Have? <laughs> no. And now if you watch Robocop today, it's one of the greatest comedies ever made. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there, there's that one scene in RoboCop I still have a hard time watching, though, where, the, where they the, shoot uh, him. Yeah, the, the opening uh, scene. Yeah, I just... That bothers me. I don't know what it is, the but toxic, that's the only one. The toxic uh, infected guy walking out to the street and gets hit by the car, that, that bothers me. <laughs> you know that scene where he's been yeah, infected by you know, the toxic waste or whatever that, it is? Then he gets... That, that doesn't bother me as much for some reason. It's it's the one where they shoot him up. Um, that's just I, I have a hard time watching that. But anyway, I don't know something anyway. something from my childhood. I'm sure. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll we'll take a listen to this week's sound. He's by Sean. He's still behind us. I've got you now, human. Oh no, you don't. Ugh. One down. But here comes Scarface, and Tasha's ready for it. And we'll listen one more time. He's by Sean. He's still behind us. I've got you now, human. Oh, no, we don't. Ugh. One down. But here comes Scarface. And Tasha's ready for it. And if you guys have any guesses or clues or anything that you you think that this is, come on over to the forum and leave a guess over there because sometimes I'll give a hint, sometimes I won't, sometimes I'll just be enigmatic, but uh, guessing's fun and you can win the coveted AFB forum points. So come on over to the forum and give a guess. Excellent. All right. Coming up next is Toy of the Week. Ta-da! Mutant warriors, Rattaro, Soulsman, Croon the Destroyer, battle against Lion-O and the new Thundercat allies, Hatchiman, Snowman, Tusker Warrior, the battle is on for the Sword of Omen. Figures and vehicles each sold separately from LJF. Now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or we might talk about favourite or bizarre items from our collection. This week, I'm reviewing the Batman Unlimited Dark Knight Returns Batman figure from Mattel. Now, this is from the Dark Knight Returns, the um, Frank Miller comic of the uh, mid to late 80s, the very, very famous one that... um, for many redefined the uh, comic medium um, to a certain extent or at least showed um, the audience and general people who weren't comic fans that comics could do things that were unexpected for them. It was a bit dark, it was a bit grown up um, and it was pretty awesome. And we have seen uh, a previous figure for this comic um, that DC Direct put out um, a few years ago and recently re-released as a box set, I believe. Um, This one is from um, the Mattel line, the Batman Unlimited line, so it is related to all the Mattel figures at the moment, DC Universe Classics, um, 
the Batman Legacy figures. Um, yeah, the, all the names sort of blend into me, but this is the Batman Unlimited line. And it was released this year uh, at about the same... Well, it's the, it came out as a, a two-figure wave with uh, Planet X Batman or Zerenar, whatever yes. his name is. And I believe, Justin, you own that figure? I do. And you passed on this one? I know. Oh, I just haven't picked it up. Oh, okay. I, haven't yeah. passed. You just haven't. No. Okay. I would have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I, it's, a, it's a great looking figure. Um, yeah, so I haven't bought any um, Mattel figures for a, for a long time. I've kind of stopped buying figures uh, of them because I just got sick of the figures that were being made. They weren't of anything I was interested in. Um, I think that was around about the time. Uh, Rainbow Lanterns and thereafter. Um, but I saw this, uh, saw a picture of this um, not too long ago and I hit up our good friend Mike and said, Mike, you got any? He said, yep, I'll have one. Cool. And, um, and it made its way over here and I'm very happy with it. It, um, I got it sans packaging because that's the way I like Mike to send stuff to me. Um, but the packaging that does come with this is pretty cool. Uh, it's a blister card um, package. Uh, it features um, art from the original story. So on the back you've got a picture of Batman and Robin. Um, and on the side you've got the iconic silhouetted Batman um, uh, flying down from above. Um, that's actually from the uh, cover of the first issue, I believe. Um so it's really nice packaging. It's probably not very collector-friendly, though. Once you open it, you're not going to get it back together very easily. Um, but it's nice from, from what, we can, what we can see. Now, the figure itself is it's much bulkier than most of the DC um, figures we've seen from Mattel. And the key to this is a lot of the tooling is the same as the Masters of the Universe Classics figures. Uh, which are bulkier, and in fact, the shoulders and arms and um, and legs are uh, basically being reused from the um, the mass of the universe molds, which is pretty nifty. And the the torso itself um, looks almost identical. It's slightly different and more angular, um, but it, it's very similar. Um, the there's some softer plastic used in a couple of areas, particularly in the um, the boots and the the groin area, um, and that's actually interesting. I didn't notice that until uh, I took a closer look at it tonight. That um, it allows for greater articulation of the legs to sort of move out. It's got a little bit more give, so it's it's cool, and the, it's got a nice texture um, that. Uh, gives the effect of, you know, a man wearing underpants on the outside. <laughs> uh, lots of articulation, so it's it's that classic um, uh, Mattel uh, buck that we've seen with DC and Master of the Universe. So it's it's got, you know, it's got the rotating uh, upper body, torso crunch, um, shoulder, elbow, articulation, um, wrists rotating and tilting ankles um, and swiveling um, lower lower legs um, and it uh, does everything you need to do it 
The cape is really nice, but um, as is typical with figures with capes, it makes posing and standing them uh, a little bit difficult um, because it just weighs it back. But um, there's, there's plenty of opportunity and then, you know, putting it on uh, a foot peg will probably save you a lot of hassle there if it's if you want to do some interesting things that the cape won't let you. Um, paint, it's really a really good job actually. Um, there is some slop around where the gloves meet the arms and that really does look bit amateurish compared to the rest of the figure. Everything else is really sharp, really happy with it. Um, but yeah, just some slop around the gloves, which is which is visible uh, from a distance. It's not sort of tucked away. Um, but the the tones are good. The the balance of the it's pretty it's a very low sheen um, greys and blacks, which is pretty pretty accurate I think for how we should look it's it's not quite matte but it's definitely not high gloss um, I think they've done a really good job the head sculpt is it's 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 kind of perfect for for this character this Batman you know he's he's a bit older he's you know he's been punched in the jaw a lot of times it's, it looks good I think they've done a tremendous job here really really um, reflects the, the character in the story. For me, it's it's perfect representation. Um, also comes with a, a Batarang, which I seem to have misplaced. Um, but it, it did fit reasonably well in his hand when I had it, but I don't know. Batarangs always end up in a drawer for me. They, yeah. uh, they're hard to keep hold of. Um, compared to the DC Direct version, that one looks retarded to me, <laughs> and so I've never bought it. That's like I've, I've kind of been interested in the Superman from that line, mm. uh, and maybe the the Robin, but I've never been interested in that Batman that we've seen. This is just a, a fantastic job. I think they've done so well, um, just with the simple trick of a new head sculpt and pinching some mass of the universe um, parts. Uh, yep. It's it's just nailed it, and um, I'm really really happy with this. Yeah. On a, on a side note, uh, when it was first shown, a lot of the Master of the Universe classics uh, collectors and fans weren't too happy <laughs> because uh, they they pay the higher price point for a adult collector line, mm. and there was a bit of uh, whining about, well, we're paying this higher price point. How can you use a shed? body type on anything related to DC so I mean what else could they do it's perfect it's a perfect fit perfect mold for that for that uh, if that only fit. if only they'd been able to do this you know earlier on different things it's I, I don't know it's um, like with the metal men with lead for instance so they use oh, yeah. the, they use the dark side connect you know yep. build a figure um, mm -hmm. buck instead of using a motor buck you know yep I don't want to complain too much about the Metal Man thing, but, you know, when I was reading a comic the other day with, you know, the old um, stories from the, the late 70s, it was like, mm. wow, actually now the lead buck is bothering me because <laughs> <laughs> they really could have done a lot better, you know. Yeah. Lead is shorter than iron, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Does the belt have a wash on it, kind of? It does not. No, because huh, it, it kind of looks like in some of the pictures I've seen. Yeah, it does. It does. It's uh, the it's that's just the um, the the sculpt of it gives has plenty of shadows, so it doesn't doesn't feel like it's missing it because there's no wash used elsewhere on the figure. I know they I used. Almost, a, sorry, I almost would have liked to have seen maybe a wash on this figure. Yeah, maybe. Just um, to tone him down just a little bit, but. Yeah, they probably could. I think we've seen um, the, what was the precursor to DCUC, DC superheroes line, and yep. there was a Batman um, in that line that had a, a, a wash on the belt, and I think there was a little bit of wash in the figure as well, and I recall it looking a bit dirty. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. But, you know, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody give it a light wash, just not my one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to speak to Mike this week and drag in a chain. I almost forgot about this figure until you uh, reviewed it this week. So, you've done your job for me. <laughs> Sold. I'll have to get on to it. Yeah, well, if this podcast doesn't make you buy one thing every week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but no, I'm really, really happy with this, and um, stands alone. Wow. Stands with a collection of Batman's. It's it's good. I almost want one. Almost. Is that good enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't expect them to make a three and three quarter version for you. No. But they won't do a good job of it anyway. <laughs> They'll probably just paint the, you know, the Dark Knight Rises one grey and black and call it that. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's what you wanted, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty happy with that. Do we dare ask for a dolly rating or we're not? Oh, yeah, look. I... Oh, it's, it's how much do I take off of the paint on the, on the gloves. Look, nine and a half. Ooh. I was going to say nine, but for what this is... Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and, and learning some lessons from you know John pulling me up on my uh, scoring in the past. <laughs> the only thing that upsets me about this, it's not the posability with the cape pulling it down because a cape's a cape, and that's just symptomatic of action figures with capes. It's just that little bit of slop around the gloves. I think it's a tremendous figure. Well, good enough. Yeah. Alright, so you guys aren't going to question that? No. No. Yeah. Fine. Alright, well, Mark, if you're listening, I'd like a commission on your sales this week. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We don't take money. It's the 10%. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I don't mind money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like money. Actually, I need some money. Thanks, sir. Have you guys got any? No. Uh, a bit. I keep it in a sock. <laughs> Did you take the sock to free comic book day today? <laughs> no, I had a car sock for that. <laughs> the car sock. <laughs> I have to go check the sofa cushions. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, well, that wraps up Toy of the Week. Well done, May. Woohoo! When we come back, we'll be talking about the other new items that we've added to our collections this week.
Vigo presents the Star Trek action figures featuring the crew of the Enterprise, Captain James T. Kirk, their fearless leader, Dr. Bones McCoy, caring for the health of the Enterprise crew, Scotty, the chief engineer, in charge of the transporter room, Mr. Spock, the Vulcan, second in command, and the Klingon, enemy of the Star Trek crew. Star Trek action figures, complete with accessories shown, each sold separately from Mego. We're all here because we collect, so feeding the addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. So, Justin, anything new this week? Yep, yeah, um, I already have picked up the um, the new line from, uh, is it Playmates, that new 4-inch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Yeah, I think they're uh, Yeah, I picked those up a while ago, but um, my son has uh, started watching the, the TV series from the 90s, yeah. and uh, he's really getting into it. So this this uh, week in, in Australia, anyway, there was a uh, price reduction for the Sua Lair playset. It came down to 118 I think. So I put that on uh, away for him for his uh, birthday in October. So I've got the oh, four cool. turtles for him, and he's going to get that for his birthday. So that's, that's what I picked up this week. That's nice. The um, There was a Turtles free comic book today. Yes, he got that as well. Yeah, It's pretty nice looking. Yeah, it's not bad. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, John? Well, I broke down and I bought an Iron Man 3 figure. I hate to say it. I, I got the the War Machine assembler figure because that is the only War Machine available. And I was like, you know, I, I kind of was watching and I've only seen, I haven't seen those everywhere. So I'm thinking that's the one everybody's buying. So I thought, well, I'd hate to see the movie and then go, I really want War Machine. Mm. So I went ahead and, and picked him up and I, I opened the package and then I put him back in and I haven't really looked at him. So, um, so hopefully by the time, yeah. Hopefully by the time this goes up, I'll have a review up on the site. But um, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's okay. He's what I expected. They, they knocked the price off about two dollars here on on the assembler ones. So that was the other driving impetus for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Discount always helps. We actually. Um... Part of Free Comic Day, there was uh, Iron Man 3 um, Hero Clicks that you could get instead of a comic. Oh, really? Yeah. I may have to go out then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. You've, still, you've just started yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's a Hero Click, so it looks nice in the box and shit inside the box, but it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'd actually been ignoring Hero Clicks other than, you know, I needed to get a Firestorm one for completism. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got. But just. Yeah, I've got mixed doing, feelings on Hero Clicks. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of curious about the game itself now because we've been playing more games, but I don't know. I think I might have to consult with our, um, our co host, Adam, on that one and see what he reckons. He has some experience in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up the Batman that I just talked about. So that was good. 
Uh, also picked up the Marvel Select Cyclops. Uh, I think last time I was on the show I talked about the uh, need to get this to can uh, I don't know fill out the the set that with the um, the the X Men that I've got. Uh, yeah. Storm, Colossus, Wolverine. Well, I better get this. So. Didn't like the look of it when I when it got closer to production, and I'll be honest, I still don't like the look of it. But <laughs> the uh, the hips on it are pretty rubbish, and the the articulation for the um, fingers that are meant to touch his gloves just doesn't seem to work very well. And mm. anyway, he's a character that's very hard to get excited about the old Cyclops. Yeah, I he's got the danger room background with him too right he does that's that was pretty nifty though so i was able to um uh put that together with um the one that i got from uh storm so i've got a diorama that fits three or four figures in it so that's nice because gambit has one of those diorama pieces too mm. yeah the cyclops has just got a bit of um danger room equipment but not um a wall uh, so that's just kind of annoying. Um, I noticed Nightcrawl is actually in store this week, but I didn't see what he comes with. Um, if the Kings wasn't so bloody crowded today, I probably would have bought him, but um, hopefully I'll be able to pick him up next week. Um, but yeah, yeah, Cyclops really just isn't that good. I think in the background where you can't see his hips or one of his arms, it should be okay, but yeah. Mm. I'm, I don't regret him. He just, I'm just, it, it's met expectations. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So That's it. We'll come back after the break with a, another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the the what-the-fuck moments in our hobby. Be they unusual announcements, a complete fail of an action figure, or even worse. Handing out the penalty this week is John. Over to you. Well, this week we're going to monkey around a little bit. Um, I love... (laughs) Yeah. I love a website called English, and it's uh, where maybe English... uh, translations on on asian boxes have went horribly astray and this week we are looking at a monkey it looks like he may be battery operated or uh plush um, cute little monkey got a little face looks good but uh his box reads do you think laughing voice makes you calm for table <laughs> <laughs> the monkey has laugh out loud while moving his body back and forth what are monkeys laughing for? <laughs> well, anyway, question. you are getting happy, aren't you? Yes. Undeniably so. Uh, so. Monkeys make you guys happy? Um, no, not really. Even when they're laughing, they don't they don't make you happy from the laughing? No. No. Some of, them are, some of them are funny. Some of them make me come for a table. <laughs> Even crab eating macaques? No. No, see? None of those things with the funny asses. They're not yeah. funny. 
I remember during they, a... they have funny asses and they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. a school excursion back in about year four. We went to uh, Taronga Zoo, and uh, I came from a pretty bad uh, public school area. And we went there, and uh, one of the boys in our class threw a um, a pen over to the enclosure, and it was in a in a monkey enclosure. And the monkey started eating the pen, had blue ink all over its face and all over its hands and all on its tongue. And man, do we get in trouble! See, wow, poor old monkeys. Good times. Good times. So is it you, you, Kuiki monkey? Yeah, Yuki, yeah. Yuki monkey. Yuki, 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 Yuki. Maybe that's it. Yuki, Yuki. Yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, they haven't shown us enough of this box. I, I am come for a table with that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, I laugh out loud. Well, at least we know why you're laughing out loud. We don't know why the monkey's laughing. Bad monkey. Probably, probably a poo-related thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, are we done? Done. Okay, coming after that, uh, I don't know if it's well-deserved, but uh, ever so amusing... Uh, fail of the week is our discussion topic of the week. Big Mac to my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got junkyard dogs. It's World Wrestling Federation superstars. I've got Brutus Beefcake. Here's Tori and Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. Yeah. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Yeah. 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 Wrestling superstars, they're for real. Each sold separately from LJN. Yeah! Exclusives, who needs them? Exclusives in the toy and action figure and statue world is pretty serious business. There's a range of uh, different ways that um, exclusives come to us. Um, there's convention exclusives. Uh, there's retailer exclusives. So. For example, Walmart um, carrying, having an exclusive deal to run a wave of figures. Uh, online exclusives, so perhaps like with the sideshow model, you get um, a little little extra detail that you won't get elsewhere. Club exclusives, where you're um, signing up for uh, an exclusive figure sight unseen, not even knowing what it is. Uh, so for like the Club Infinite Earths or the Master of the Universe Classics um, subscriptions. Um, and there are some interesting things that have come out of this. So we've, there's eBay scalping um, and then there's the positive side where other online communities helping out. So for instance, with those uh, retailer exclusives being most often um, US centric, um, you know, you've got a whole bunch of people online helping a brother out on the other side of the world. Um, we'll start off, we talked about the um, Maddie Collector exclusives for San Diego this year. So there was a whole bunch of um, things that they announced. And the condition for most of those would be that you pre-order the product from MaddieCollector.com 
on a particular date, so you can't do it now. You will have to wait until they open the floodgates. And then you arrange, assuming you get onto the pre-order list, you then pick it up at the convention. Details to be advised. And then after the show, if there's any left, they'll make them available on maddiecollector.com anyway. Now, these things can take different forms. Um, the actual version that you get at a convention has, I know from Maddie, been slightly different to what was available online later on. I think what we've seen in this, um, this news item uh, about what's going to be available at, the, at this year's uh, San Diego, there doesn't seem to be much difference between what you'll get there and what you can get on the website later if it's available. But in previous years we've seen the Swamp Thing action figure, for instance. If you bought it at the con, you got the exclusive Unmen afterwards on the Matty Collector site without the Unmen. Um, there was the famous um, Wonder Twins 2-pack with the um, Gleek Monkey that you could only get at the convention pretty easy to get hold of these days anyway but uh, at the time that was uh, there was some pretty violent behaviour coming out of that (laughs) (laughs) but you know that's that's something if you're going to do it I I think made sense it's a con exclusive okay yeah and it it was something that people wanted Hmm. you know it just wasn't a variant I, I, I got a lot of respect for that one you know whereas maybe the swamp thing okay well we're going to take this really major character and we're going to make this exclusive of him. Hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I, that's, that kind of bothers me when they take a popular character and make him into an exclusive. Yeah. But the only exclusive part of that figure was the unmen figures that came, yeah, came with that, with the stand, uh, so I think it's, I think it's the same sort of thing you're saying though. It's an, it's a little detail that, you should get rewarded for by purchasing out at a convention. I don't so much have a problem with that part of it. And getting Gleek with the Wonder Twins, I think we could argue about that one, but it's a nice little detail. Um, But some people would say it's a mandatory inclusion. Like like the the Boa Fett's a good example of that. do you, you know, they're making this Han Solo and Carbonite. Mm. It looks like probably the exclusive piece to that. Mm. And, and there's plenty of Star Wars fans out there that, w- that would probably really want that. Mm. I mean, is it really fair to them to say, okay, this one's an exclusive now? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I remember from the humble beginnings of Masters of the Universe Classics, the um, the first release figure was uh, King Grayskull. Mm. In that, that packaging that um, opened and uh, had uh, lightning, uh, sorry, thunder uh, sound effects, mm. um, two years later or a year later, year and a half later, um, he was released in a, on a carded pack anyway mm. in, the, in, the, in the figure form. And to this day, that was a pretty pretty horrendous way to start a action figure line, to have that figure uh, released in that way. Mm. Um, and there was issues for us in Australia because yeah. they technically weren't allowed to ship it because well, of that, that yeah. electronic detail. That's it. They weren't allowed to. You had to find a backdoor entrance. <laughs> so you had to go to a lot of trouble to get uh, that particular figure in for the country. Mm. Wow. 
Yeah, we uh, for us who are not in the uh, country of these conventions, life's even tougher. I, I know our friend Ben, um, he did, um, did some heavy work for a few people here uh, when he was over at San Diego year before last. Yeah. And he... Um, brought back suitcases full of stuff for, for, um, for people, which was, you know, the, if, if, we, if you were lucky enough to get into get on that, that's great, but there's plenty more people who want stuff that uh, you just can't get that easily. Well, I know um, last year Matt Guzzi from Awesome Toy Blog, he uh, picked up the Android 2-pack for me mm. that was exclusive, and, and I know he picked up a lot more stuff for a lot of people. I mean, I, I think he drove there. So, you know, he was kind of able to maybe get some more than people that were traveling by yeah. by suitcase. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's the thing is the the best way to get those things is probably to know somebody that's going and um but then it's not always easy. No, it's not. And then but then the other thing is for the person who actually has to go there whether it's you know it's available there without having to pre-order it on Maddie or <laughs> or you have to pre-order it and then go and line up anyway for it um, you've got to line up to get these things unless unless they're not popular if they're worth having they usually involve lining up you got to luck into the yeah. time of the day where you don't need to yeah and that's why I would feel guilty you know on some of these of saying oh well make sure you know Hey, could you go get this for me? And mm. you ask somebody that, it might be a three or four hour investment for some of these people to, to do that for you. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm not comfortable doing that. Oh, I mean, even just today, like I, like I mentioned, going to free comic book day to get some free exclusive comics. <laughs> I had to, I had to wait, I'd queue up an hour on a, on a public street to get into a shop. To, you know, I, I'm, I can't see myself doing that too often. No. And asking somebody else to go through that effort, it's an experience. Yeah, I, I, that's a problem I have is I, I, I don't want to ask somebody, unless it was somebody really close to me, I'm not going to just ask them to do that for me. No. And if they were going to be lining up for it anyway, then can you get two is a different question than can you go and do yeah. it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's for sure. Um. So yeah, convention exclusives. I think there's a, there's there's a good good reason for it. Uh, I think it's it's a nice little extra detail reward you for making the effort. And, you know, uh, I think that's good. And if as long as it doesn't upset too many people, otherwise. But the problem is, somewhere along the line, we all got the internet, and um, some of us decided that we could whinge a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> and let everybody know how we felt and 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 feel quite strongly about things and share that that feeling with with a lot of people and that becomes a little bit infectious no oh, yeah for sure you know for cons i was just you know at the gi joe con and um the way they do that one and the transformers is you know when you get your ticket if you're actually going to attend the whole thing you get the exclusive you know, that's kind of built into your ticket price. So those are, you know, there's the, the Comic-Con exclusives, which are more, hey, come here and buy this, or mm. than the ones, hey, this is part of your con experience. Mm. And, and those, I, I'm, I understand a lot better, you know. So how does that work? So you bought the ticket, so you're entitled to 
the freebie? How did, how did, what's the mechanic? Um, now, see, I didn't go with that package this year, but a friend of mine did. And, and essentially, you just uh, the first night you're there, when you go to do your registration, you pick up your, your set of figures, and um, then they'll have some other stuff for you, too, you know, typically. Mm. And then on top of that, they had other exclusives that were available in their store, mm. you know, but they were kind of related to the the main set and i think the transformers are pretty much the, their cons pretty much run the same way hmm. so while well, we're still on the convention exclusives and um as we're researching for this um, discussion um those very items that were announced by maddie um have already hit ebay as pre-order um guarantees as much as eBay can guarantee you a sale and it was quite shocking to see what um, for instance the Boba Fett uh, exclusive are going for so we saw some almost up to $200 you could you could spend to guarantee you got that and the retail value is $45 $50 for that yeah that's that's crazy and that's what these con exclusives have almost turned into is people going, well, I think I can make money doing this, so they'll go to the con and, mm. you know, get a hey, I'm going to spend... Fill up a boot full of exclusives and sell them. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I... Like, I know there's people that did that at the G.I. Joe convention, and they used it to finance their trip, and I understand that, and, you know, that's cool, mm. but um, I know out of San Diego, I've heard of of people like for the Star Wars exclusives buying cases. You know, is that really right? I, I don't know. Yeah. You know. There's gotta be there's gotta be nicer ways to make money. <laughs> you would hope. And the fact that anybody would uh, want to pay fifty dollars to pre order that uh, Shazam figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to be a huge fan. Yeah. I think um some part of it is not helped by sort of moves us on to um, online club exclusives. Um, so we'll talk about Masters of, the, Masters of the Universe and the panic involved in missing out on a figure that was generated by those first few um, months. Well, it was the first year, really, I guess, year and a half before we started seeing. Um, uh, new additions so they they made more of the figures <laughs> that they had previously had and yeah. nobody really knew whether that was going to happen or not everybody thought it was a no-brainer that they should do it because people want to buy it but mattel just weren't doing it for whatever reason but the the panic that happened around if you weren't part of the club there was a you know there was a pot of extra figures that you you know you could try and buy and so you'd be right there on the dot when the shop opens and try and get in there and fight with we don't really know how many others we assume there's probably thousands at some stages but you know Correct. and everything melts down and you yeah. don't get the figure and for us it was involved getting up at three o'clock in the morning yeah um so there is that panic i don't if i don't get it now then bam that's 80 dollars on ebay instead of 25 
definitely. And like you said, three o'clock in the morning, you're nobody's friend. <laughs> if something sells out in eight minutes, you know, there's horror stories of people in those early days of clicking the screen and refreshing it and mm. clicking it again and having eight figures or so in their cart. Just um, disappear. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there was that initial fear and shock until, well, I was about to say until they got their act together, but it's <laughs> it's not 100% there at the moment. But No, it's not there now. You know, they, no. they have the issues with shipping now and the costs for shipping are more and no less reliable. Mm. And then, you know, um, but they, they keep, you know, remaking the, the essential figures, as they call them now. Um, and so I don't think anybody's too fearful about being able to pick them up, but there is still the internet need to be first at anything. I was the first one to, you know, get that figure or I had the first the first cast or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 There, hey. there was different scalping going on there because you're allowed to have up to 10, put up that's to 10, 10 in your cart. Yeah. And that's, um, well, not, not guilt, but you think about that uh, I've been in a, almost, you could call it a syndicate from day one. Hmm. Um, for Australian collectors to uh, to have those higher rates, you know, we're doing everything above board. But I can I, I know there's people who just get in there and order as many as they want, and then they'll turn up on eBay, you know, almost the same day or the morning before the sale. People are pretty confident they can get ten or so in their basket, and then sell on sell them for ridiculous prices. Mm. That need to be the first to own something of something I never understood, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm quite patient. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. If I can't get it, either I just won't get it or, you know, that's it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe go to eBay, but I, I really haven't done that. Mm. Yeah. If it's important enough, you'll find a way to buy it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's been a lot of burnout by, by that. Um, I think um, so those aftermarket the fear of the aftermarket costs uh, yeah aftermarket costs for those exclusives definitely driving some weird behaviour and so much so that you know people will sign up to those online clubs you know I signed up for the the Master of the Universe club for the second year and you know I uh, I um what's the phrase I I flipped uh, at least half of those figures um, unsold them because I just didn't want them, but I, I wanted that assurity that I didn't have to get up at three in the morning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it pretty soon became clear that I didn't actually need need that many of them. <laughs> and then then there's... And the thing is, the subscription model's pretty cool because the quality of the figures, you know, is good. Um, yeah. Overall. I mean but, yeah. but but you're buying for an exclusive, and there's club exclusives that you couldn't just get, you know, on the day of sale if you weren't a club member. But you didn't know what those exclusives were. That's correct. And added added in items like maps and uh, stickers, sticker sheets. Uh, wow, we wow, wow. You're right. The sight unseen thing is is quite hard for people, and then. It, People are pretty cluey about what's going to be released anyway. Mm. And when the early news does trickle in, that's when a lot of the anger comes in saying, 
I spent this X amount of money and I you expect know, Ram Man now. Yeah, and I'm getting the Fighting Foe Men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that was that was fun. That was a good time. <laughs> John, have you ever been in one of those online those club exclusive things? No, because I'm, I'm I'd rather see it before I get it. I just really would. You know, that's that's kind of my thing. I I don't. You know, I there's not been nothing that I've been a, a complete completist on. So mm. yeah. I'd, I'd rather see it. For me, it's it's a lot about you know thrill of the hunt, yeah. And you know to just subscribe to it and have something show up, I, I, not my thing. Yeah, yeah. And you you're buying more than you need. Yeah, I um. The thrill of the hunt thing's interesting, so I guess that kind of segues into those retailer exclusives for us. Yeah. Um, so, and once again, unfortunately, where we live... Uh... Yeah, we, we don't have Walmart. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and the target that we have is not the same target we have there. Somebody no. you know, somebody from Target came over here in, I don't know what year it was, it was many, many decades ago, and, and somebody in Australia said, hey, can I buy that license? We'll use the name and the symbol. And so, yep, it's always yours to use. So other than the name and the brand, there is no actual linkage. So we don't get any of the Target exclusives that, you know, happen in the States. I think the same. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah, That's it's, crazy. Yeah, it's not the same Target as in, other than name, name and brand. Um, Kmart, I don't think, is any link there either. I think, um, yeah, that's, that's a separate brand here. Um, yeah, so there is... I think Toys R Us is probably the only thing that is linked to what you have in the States. Would that be your understanding, wow. Justin? Yeah, definitely. Here, I believe that uh, Kmart and Target are under the same umbrella. Mm. Same oh, umbrella. wow, that's crazy. So we can't, you know, we can't go on, on a hunt for exclusives to those stores because they just, that doesn't exist. They just don't come here. They don't, we don't get, well, no, we do get lucky occasionally. Yes. Where something random happens and, like, uh, I don't know, maybe Costco or something does something weird and they ship a container of stuff that should have gone somewhere else. But other than that, we're, we're shit out of luck. And we have to rely on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like the DCUC Wave Five Walmart Wave, um, that that caused a bit of a shitstorm. Not just for us, but there was plenty of people in the states who weren't seeing it because individual Walmart Walmart stores are under no obligation to 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 stock these figures, despite the fact that they are exclusives. Right. So, uh, fortunately, what happened. Um, particularly around the Wave 10 Walmart Wave, is that uh, community had developed enough to say, I can get half a dozen of these figures from my local store, I only need two of them, um, who needs them, you know, cost plus maybe a little bit of pain money, and it, it tremendously helped people like myself and, and Justin yep. who um, got the figures they needed. They got on a list and waited their turn patiently and thanked everybody profusely. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> and, it's, uh, you know, those retailer exclusives are a killer. 
well, you know, even even people here in the states, um, the stores like Kmart aren't everywhere anymore. Mm. And um, I know when the original Batman with Batmite came out, mm. um, I probably had three or four of those go through my hands. And you know, I don't own any of them. They were all, hey, I picked these up for somebody else. Mm. Um, same with uh, the the Dollar General GI Joe stuff that came out last year. I bet you I had. Uh, probably four or five sets of those go through. I mean, I have a set of those, but I, I bet I sent out four sets of them, mm. you know, just because people didn't either couldn't get them in their area or the, the stocking, you know, like you said, with Walmart, the stocking wasn't, you know, available everywhere. Or, mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, think that's helped quite a bit. And, you know, it's, it's the same sort of thing. I wasn't out to make money, so. You know, cost plus shipping, and I was happy. Hmm. Yeah, we we occasionally get strangely lucky, um, but yeah, not so much. But it's it really is good to have. I mean, that's what the online thing does. It'll it allows us to whinge a lot more, but it also allows us to connect with people we never would have been able to. Um, online exclusives where you get something a little bit extra for ordering it through them than you would just by picking it up from, you know, off a shelf. Uh, model I like, Sideshow's model. So I don't own any of Sideshow's product, but um, some of the other members of the Action Figure Blues Forum uh, and podcast like to um, purchase statues and, and get nice-looking things. To, that cost lots of money, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, often with the sideshow pieces, the guys talk about they. Um, it sounds like more often than not, they they get the exclusive version that they order through um, sideshow, and the exclusive is just a small detail. Uh, sometimes it's pretty significant. Sometimes sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just. And a swap-out hand that you won't be able to get anywhere else or um, an additional head sculpt that you can change out or um, a, a visor or something like that or one of Ben's bugbears is the uh, the nameplate on the base. <laughs> yeah. That's an exclusive feature. Um, but that that's a pretty nice model, I reckon. SciShow say, if you order it directly through us, you will get the version that you can't get from other retailers. I don't mind that. Yeah, oh. I think that's good. You know, it, it seems like about five or six years ago, there was a lot more online retailer exclusives. You know, every website had a some kind of exclusive, and that's kind of died off, really. Mm. Yeah. Who knows why they're, they're doing it and others aren't. Um, I know with the Muppets, it seemed like there was a bunch of places that had uh, online exclusives. I know Sweetums, he was uh, exclusive to a website that I don't think's around anymore. Mm. Those are kind of tough. I mean, I, I like you said, I kind of like the sideshow of idea. Okay, you can get this, you know, other places, but if you get it from us, you get this extra piece. Because then, you know, it gives everybody else a, at least an opportunity to own it. Yeah, and they and they it's it's making, I guess it, it help. It's easier for them. 
if they're going to be selling them directly anyway, the more they do directly, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, we've seen a few... Um, we've talked about a couple of uh, exclusives that are now fetching a pretty penny. Indeed. I think that yeah, was... The one. Sorry, the John. one I posted, the one I posted in there, uh, the the gem from SDCC last year, where they have made five hundred of them, and they're going about six hundred bucks a piece mm. right now on secondary market. That's that's kind of crazy. And are they making any other gem figures, or was it just for the purpose of that? I thought it was just for the purpose of that, mm. which would explain why they cost a lot now in the afternoon because oh, yeah. it's like well I can't just skip that because I've because it's not going to be in retail in some other form so I'll have to get this mm. yeah it's it's out there that's for sure you know it, the, the other thing is is some of these exclusives you know because of the packaging they're really hard to ship yeah yeah um I know the Star Wars ones have been notoriously hard to ship the last couple of years, or the uh, the helicarrier um, that everybody wanted to have, which I'm not sure why, but everybody wanted to have it. That thing was mm. really expensive to ship. Um, you know, they they might look cool, but you got to think if, like in San Diego, everybody's flying there or driving there or something. Can can you maybe keep it, you know, to something that's reasonable? Definitely. Hmm. Any other uh, examples of ones that are selling big bucks now? We did a little look around before we started the show, and the, the Lobo one's going for about 160 That's the DC Universe uh, Lobo exclusive that was about four years ago, five years ago now. Mm. Um, quick search of Plastic Man. That same sort of DCUC. Uh, that was the 75 year anniversary of the superpower thing. That was uh, it's going for around 50 to 60 bucks at the moment. That is a very underrated figure. That's a great figure. Um, I think Swamp Swamp Thing, another DC one, sort of going for around a 30 30 to 40 dollar mark. So that hasn't increased too much. The SDC. Uh SDCC, uh, it's a Starscream version of the G.I. Joe Sky Striker um, from a couple years ago. That's going for about 200 bucks, And you got to think, well, that's going to appeal to the, the G.I. Joe folks because it came with the exclusive Cobra Commander. And then, you know, it appeals to the Transformers folks. So that one has been, you know, coveted by a lot of people for sure. The... Um Another one that's notoriously hard to get is the Shear, the, uh, from the original, or not the original, sorry, from the 2000 reboot of the uh, Masters of the Universe as well. The Shearer, um, that was an STS uh, San Diego exclusive as well, and that's still holding its, like, that's nearly impossible to get. And when it does come up, it's around the $80 to $100 mark as well. So, Jeez. yeah, it's uh, holding its value if that's a, turn we can use for these uh, con figures 
most of the the con exclusives seem to, but um, you know I think that's people just holding on to them, going, well, I'm not going to get any less than this out of it if I'm going to sell it. So, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So we have mixed emotions about it. <laughs> I was quite naive to to this discussion until it came up because. Um, like you mentioned before, I've got uh, friends online who do look after me for the most regards, and I just had them sitting on the shelf doing nothing really <laughs> until this discussion came up, and I've been quite surprised at uh, some of the prices out there for some of these figures. Yeah. Oh. Maybe yeah. I should ask Ben to grab some more of me or when he was over there. <laughs> <laughs> I can see... Uh... The My Little Pony from last year's fetching a bit. Yeah, that one people kind of went crazy over. I'm, I'm not claiming I understand it, but... Uh, I don't want to be too critical of people who collect toys, but I still struggle with that one. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, all right. Well... So we don't mind exclusives as long as they're, they really are exclusive and um, I don't know, how do we describe what we do like about exclusives? <laughs> well, I, I, I think just... that... Go ahead. No, you go, John. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to further on to what Eli said. Any pack-ins or anything that actually make it special, um, obviously... Uh, that can be special to us further down the line, I guess. Make it exclusive and make it a, a nice thing to own. But uh, like I said, there's some crazy examples of, of other stuff out there as well. Yeah. And there should be the, the opportunity for people to make something unique and it's really special. And what makes it special is not everybody can have it. And that would be good. And I guess if you can live with that as somebody who can't get it, you know, and you're not outraged at the fact that oh, I should be able to buy whatever I want, then, um, then, then I think that's it's it's okay. And you know, you mostly just have to deal with it. I think when we're g'd up about something being really exclusive, and then it turns out not to be that exclusive because it just gets sold, you know, two weeks later at a at a regular uh, online or retail outlet for a reasonable price, and you had to jump through lots of hoops and make people stand in queues for you, then that stuff's not good. Um, being paid for exclusive sight unseen, that's not good. No. Um, no. Yeah. Don't mind a good exclusive. Just don't want to feel ripped off for uh, pursuing an exclusive. I, I don't want to buy an exclusive just to say, oh, okay, I've got this piece of cardboard around it that maybe has a light or a sound in it that says, mm. okay, this is what made it exclusive, and now you can just buy this figure, yeah. you know, off the yeah. shelf. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's fair. Uh, if if the light up feature is really cool and that's a feature of how you display it and show people, then it's probably worth it, you know. If that was the cool thing about it, not the actual figure, the cool packaging, you know? Yeah. Uh, you pay a lot for that packaging, that's for sure. That's for sure. Alrighty. 
Well, if you have any feedback about those discussion, we'd be happy to hear about what other people feel about exclusives. Um, I assume we, we've touched on um, a few things that most people feel. Um, maybe there's something we're missing. Who knows? Anyway, that wraps up our discussion topic. We'll come back and wrap the show up in just a moment. Dressed this way, she's a Navy wave. But beneath that uniform, she is the Wonder Woman doll. And now you can create your own Wonder Woman adventures with these other dolls. Major Steve Trevor, Nubia Wonder Woman Super Foe. Gotcha, Major. Woman, Major Steve Trevor, and Nubia Doll sold. Well, that just about wraps things up, guys. It's been a very, well, very interesting show, discussion tonight. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun and learned about some exclusives. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting warmed up to be furious about some exclusives. Done about you guys. I'm ready to be angry. Huh. I, I'm I'm wondering when we're going to get the AFB exclusives. You know, AFB. Well, there's those cards that we have to pay for. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Maybe we should yeah. do a Kickstarter. For an AFB exclusive? Yeah. Maybe the exclusive will be Ben with pants. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if you, if we made a stretch goal. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. So how many figures would there be? There'd be six? Six, seven... Seven would be seven. seven would be the Andy exclusive. <laughs> I think that's a stretch goal there. It's <laughs> uh, funny. People would want to buy that, wouldn't they? They'd want to back that stuff. For sure. I'd buy them all. Yeah. For sure. I'd have to. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, at so, least we know some people who could help us out with sculpting. They'd do it for free, wouldn't they? Of course. I, I would think so. Yeah, because artists, you know, they, they, they don't need, you know, it's, it's not work, is it? It's just fun. That's it. They don't, they don't need to eat. No. No. Not at all. They just sleep on couches. So they don't have to pay for accommodation. No. That's who that guy upstairs is. <laughs> <laughs> he must be an artist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, it's been fun. Okay, yeah, it's been a blast. Good night, everyone. And um, oh, it's no point me telling everybody it's free comic book day except for you, John. Go out, go and find some free stuff. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Alrighty. Goodbye. Goodbye. Remember to have your pet spayed or neutered. Mm hmm. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter, at AFBlues, and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening.
Okay. I know, I'm typing. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll give you the count and that'll... <laughs> then I'll just play some pre-recorded, you know, anger coming from other hosts. I'll get, <laughs> I've got some of Scott chewing food as well. Um, <clears throat> we, can, we can insert that. I'm burping. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what is it, honey? That one's in a few, yeah. isn't it? I'm drinking a Coke Zero. <laughs> wow, you do that really well. Because <laughs> it's because he's got the Australian accent behind the American accent attempt. Yes, the quasi quasi coming through. <laughs> the quasi quasi. <laughs> <laughs> Insert sound here. And we'll listen one more time. Insert sound here. <laughs> they were the Tim Tams. Network. Network.